Hello Lake Creek and welcome back to The Finer Point. I'm Ashley Krimheller. And I'm Michael Knoll. Joining us today is the Lake Creek Choir Department. Our guests representing choir are the choir president, Madison Berg. Hi, I'm Madison Berg. And the director, Mr. Carnley. Hey there, glad to be here. Thank y'all so much for coming to the show. How are y'all today? Doing great, doing Amazing. great. Yeah, just came off of winter break and had a really awesome Christmas. What about you guys? Pretty good. It was I good. Just... I did nothing. So. Good. Yeah. <laughs> That's good to me. Just watched a bunch of anime. That's nice. Nice. Let's start off with a basic question. Mr. Carnley, how long have you been in choir? Well, I joined choir when I was in sixth grade, which was 18 years ago. And um, I've been singing in choirs ever since then. I did uh, choir all throughout college. And um, even teaching choir, I sing in my church choir, and I've also sung in community choirs in the Montgomery County area. Nice. Fun fact, actually, this is so random and not scripted, but once when I was in fifth grade, I tried out for the audition choir with Michael Jackson, and I got rejected so hard. <laughs> oh, no. It was terrible. And then I went on to band. But yeah, okay, that's random. Okay. And Madison, when and why did you join choir? I joined choir seven years ago in seventh grade, and I joined because I've always loved singing to the point where I would force my parents to like host concerts and I would like sing for them. I think one of like the first songs I remember singing for them was <laughs> some John Legend song, like all of you. I think it was so terrible. And I, I moved here in seventh grade, ironically. So I decided to join choir because back where I used to live, choir was seen as kind of like the weird uh, elective you take if you had nothing else to take. So I wanted to see if choir was better here, and it obviously was. <laughs> awesome. I heard that there are many different types of choir at our school. Can you both explain what they are and what makes each one different? So our first uh, choirs is our non-varsity concert women and concert men. They, concert men is for our freshman boys and our concert women is for our freshman girls or incoming freshman girls. Our bell canto <laughs> is for our incoming freshman girls. And um, they currently meet with concert women. Um, so they both meet as our non-varsity women's choir. But typically bell canto would be a separate class. And as Madison was saying, we also have concert men. Um, that's for our non-varsity boys, um, our freshman boys as well. And then we have our auditioned choirs. And those audition choirs include acapella, which is for every every woman in the choir program, regardless of grade. Even if you're a non-coming freshman, you can still audition for our top and then choral women. So yeah, so she was she was getting there. She was getting there. So after we have our non-varsity groups, we have choral men and choral women, which those are both audition, but they're still a core choir class. So. Um, those would be like the next step. They compete as the varsity choirs at UIL. And then um, acapella is a an extracurricular group. So you have to be in concert women, bel canto, or chorale women to also take that class. So those kids are in at least two choirs and they compete on their own as well. And then our top auditioned group is chamber. And all of those students come from chorale men or chorale women. I was close. I was close. <laughs> you did amazing. Since there are multiple choirs, how do they all work together to produce and perform a choir performance? So <clears throat> typically our choirs don't um, sing together at the same time. They might do one or two pieces at the end where we combine for the whole choir program. 
Um, but each group learns their own music. Um, if there's any dancing, choreography involved, they'll learn their own choreography as well. And we'll have each group go on and do their set. And then at the end of the concert, we'll typically combine with everyone. But we have a couple of rehearsals where we put everyone together to make sure that all the chords are lining up, all the sounds are nice. And, um, and that's kind of how we do it. All right. Mr. Conley, since you're the director, that means you must pick the music that your classes perform. How do you choose which ones are performed? That is a very good question. Um, it is hours and hours of pouring over scores and listening to recordings. It's almost a little bit easier to pick music for our UIL competition because there's a list of songs that are approved for um, that competition. So it narrows it down. It narrows it down, mm -hmm. exactly. Um, but for like our, our fall concerts and for our pop shows and stuff, it is just hours and hours of um, looking online. There's a site called JW Pepper where you can actually go on and kind of preview scores. You can look at maybe the first couple of pages and listen to a recording and gives you an idea of what that song sounds like. Well, that's neat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a really, really great website. And um, I don't know how I would do this job without that website. <laughs> <laughs> that's like me with citation generator in English. But um, I'm, I rely on that thing like crazy. But um, that's kind of the same thing with theater. We accept the opposite because UIL it is the hardest thing to find a show with the right publisher and it is it is so stressful and it's yeah it's terrible but <laughs> i i'm glad at least for y'all it's a smooth sailing way to find a song mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. okay so choir also competes as well so madison can you please explain the process from practicing to performing for competitions like solo and ensemble or the all-state process please for all fall, uh, our fall concert, or not concert, competition, it is our all-state process. So usually the year before, we'll they will release music around May-ish, early May, and you can buy it then. If not, there is opportunities that currently hosts, like um, meeting him and coming, like buying it, like in a Starbucks that we usually do. And then from there, they will usually, colleges like Sam Houston, Baylor, Lamar, will host these workshops for like uh for it's usually around four days and you'll be able to learn the music really really easily there's there's such good clinicians and then there's usually a a workshop that montgomery itself we will host and it's, it's for um lake creek and montgomery that we do and we'll have our like uh directors and like nearby directors come in and like help teach us that's like the the biggest uh, way I learned during the summer was those workshops. That's how you like learn like the basis for music, like notes, rhythms, you know, basic musicality. You get those from your workshops. And then from there, uh, you'll have you'll go into school and we'll have like rehearsals. It's usually like two or three times a week where we'll, uh, we'll meet up after school and depend depends on the day. Sometimes um, it's like right after school. Sometimes, you know, we have an hour before and we'll, we'll rehearse uh, for an hour. And then, you know, what else am I missing? Am I missing anything? Oh, oh, oh I'm sorry. <laughs> um, depends on the person. We do offer, you know, voice lessons that you can take individually. Those are a huge, huge, like, helper. Because it's, with workshops, you and, like, hosted after school help everyone's there so you don't get individual help like you need it you know because you know every voice is different you know everyone's different so those voice lessons really really help 
to see what you're lacking in and see what you need like help on. Uh, and then how I practice, I I usually try to do it like three or four times a week. That's that's probably like my mid. There's there's worse days. There's better days, but I'll I'll practice for about like thirty minutes to an hour. Uh, I'll usually work on some sight reading because that gets later in the competition, which is the worst. <laughs> but uh, I think other than that, that's about it. Yeah, and so I want to just speak a little bit on the all-state process that Madison was talking about. So actually, Madison is competing. She'll be competing January eighth. Oh, yeah, yay! so she is in the final round of the all-state auditions. Congratulations! Yes, which is awesome. So. Um, the way the Allstate process works is um, in our region, which is like Klein, Conroe, ourselves, so all of the Klein schools, Klein Collins, Klein Kane, Klein High, um, Klein Oak, uh, Montgomery High, Willis High, Tomball, all the Conroe schools, so Woodlands, Oak Ridge, Grand Oaks, like we have tons of huge 6A schools in our district. And um, they have to advance through several rounds. So at the district audition, they actually um, only take the top 75 on each voice part. Um, and each voice part starts with easily over over 150 on years that it's really full, over 200. Um, and then from there, they go to the region audition. And at the region audition, they only take the top 20. And the top 20 move on to the next level. So um, those kids get to compete at the pre-area audition. So that's the one that we had this last round. And um, on top of singing cuts for three different pieces, so like about a minute from each song, they also have to do a sight reading component, which is factored in as 20% of their overall score. And only the top five on each voice part move on to the area audition. She was actually number one in her voice <gasps> part. Wow. Yeah. wow, that's awesome. Yeah. And um, so now <clears throat> we're com competing in the last round. So the top five from our region will now compete against the top five from three other regions. And they're trying to get a spot in the top, I think it's six for the Allstate Mixed Choir, and then the next four make the Allstate Women's Choir. So, I thought it was... or no, next five make the yeah. Women's Choir. Yeah. And this is out of like a bunch of towns. And oh, cities. yeah. Yeah. So our area encompasses, I mean, a, a huge, huge portion of Texas. I think we're broke. The whole state of Texas is broken into like nine areas. Um, that could be wrong. Don't quote me on that. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's broken up into um, into a small number of areas. So we're we compete against all the way, I think, from Brenham through like Katie area. Yeah, yeah, huge swath of Texas. Mm -hmm. That is the most complicated like competition it's, thing I've it ever is crazy. So complicated. Yeah. Like the fact that you've like even gotten that far is like, I commend you for that. That's the, awesome. The saddest part is having to re-explain it to your parents every oh. single year. <laughs> awesome, that's so awesome. So for anyone interested, why should they join Quay? So the thing that I get a lot from kids is, oh, you don't want me in choir, I can't sing. I can literally teach anybody how to sing. That's my job. Um, it's one of those things. We right. Teach and and I think, you know, there's this whole, let me just be, you know, old person on my soapbox real quick. Kids these days all think, well, and, and really American society today feels like singing is a talent. It's something you are either born with or you are not born with. And that's simply not true. I mean, for decades and decades, people have been singing for enjoyment 
And you learn how to sing from doing it and from having a teacher that can guide you in that direction. So I think the, the big thing that detracts kids from joining choirs, they feel like they can't sing. I can teach you how to sing, I promise. Um, but aside from that, choir is a community. We all really, really care about each other and we have a lot of really fun events um, and you're able to create connections with a bunch of kids from like every clique and group on campus because all kids, like choir represents all kids on campus. We have kids in sports. We have kids in theater. We have kids in band. We have kids in AV. We have kids in, you know, everything. So it's it's a really, it's really a melting pot for the entire campus. I should have met you when I was a freshman. Maybe I could say <laughs> <laughs> But Madison, do you want to speak on that too? Sure. Um, I, I'm going to be honest. After, I think, seventh grade, eighth grade, I thought of quitting. I promise I wouldn't. But I... Coming, coming into high school, it's a lot of a different atmosphere when it comes to being in choir. You, you get very, very close to the, to the people you're around when it comes to singing. Like you're, if, if you're like me, you're in choir, I think three times a day, which is around like three hours, you, you will get close to the people you're around. You know, we have competitions to, to get to know each other. We have, you know, like four day long workshops to get to know each other. It's it's really really nice to be able to come to like a place where it's it's such a comforting environment and such just like a like a warm welcome. There's there's I'm not gonna lie. There's days on end where I will I will dread coming to school up until choir just because that's it's it's always what I look forward to. You know, I think I and I think you're absolutely right about how choir choir is really not like if if you think you're bad at singing. That is that is not the reason not to do choir. Just because I say uh, I I've been singing since I was very very little does not mean I was good at it. <laughs> I by far I was awful at it. I think the only way to become good at it is through practice, and I I really do think choir offers that. Awesome. And Mr. Carnley, if we may, what inspired you to be a choir teacher? I have a whole fun story. So whenever I was in um, junior high, I remember um, they had come and asked us for our schedules going into junior high. And I was like, it's time for me to focus more on my like academic career. I wanted to be a scientist or a doctor or something like that. Um, and I always had really, really good grades. And so that was kind of the route that I was trying to go down. And uh, the choir teacher saw me in the hallway and she stopped me and she goes, hey, why aren't you in choir? And she thought I was in eighth grade because uh, for some reason. And so I said, um, oh, you know, I, I just didn't put it on my schedule. And she goes, well, join choir and I'll put you in the eighth grade honor choir. And I was like, are you sure? I'm in seventh grade. She's like, yeah, yeah. I guess she tuned that out. So I get into the choir and um, and then the assistant from the high school came in and saw me. And she goes, why is he in this choir? He's in seventh grade. And uh, she didn't. She didn't kick me out. She said, if you can learn sight reading quickly enough, then I'll let you stay. And then I stayed and I fell in <laughs> love with real choir. Like, because I had only done like in sixth grade, we had um, mostly like pop songs and it wasn't really, you know, really serious. And um, I don't know, from then on out, it was just kind of history. I, I, my mom is a teacher. And so um, being in education was something that I was always, you know, not opposed to. And then, um, whenever I found my passion for choral music, it was just, the rest was kind of history. 
That's awesome. Yeah. I'm glad you're doing something you enjoy. Mm -hmm. And Madison, do you plan on continuing your musical education or career? And if so, what would it look like? I absolutely am. In fact, I'm going to go into musical education at SAM to get my basics done. <laughs> yeah. Yay! Um, uh, beforehand, it's been a lot of, you know, back and forth between, like, weirdly going into chemical engineering or doing music ed. Um, I come from a family. My mom and my dad are both chemical engineers. So math and science are, like, very in my family. I'm, you know, 22nd in the class. I have a 4.0 GPA. And so I, I guess I've been, like, brought up to think that, like, you should really um, focus on your grades and focus on getting into a good college and um, uh, major in STEM, mostly. But it's it's through a choir where I really um, realize my passion in music, and it, it especially uh, looks like heavily started uh, when it came down to UIL, uh, and I had to lead uh, sectionals uh, for because every every year, other than sophomore year, which is our COVID year, I've been a section leader for UIL, and so I don't. I think I could have it any other way. I think that back and forth really stopped um, when sadly currently got COVID <laughs> and he had to be out for two weeks. So I was a sub in for all of my classes and I would <laughs> I would force our uh, my peers and I to actually learn the music and get it done because we had a concert coming up, which was our opening act. It was our 80s concert. So we had to learn that and then we had a uh, chamber, our top choir, had our competition music, which we also had to learn. So having to like help teach and figure out how to conduct in the first place, it, it made me realize that this is what I want to do. I don't want to go into chemical engineering. I don't think that's, it's what I love. That's awesome. Congratulations, by the way, for college. That's, I wish you luck. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Sam is a really good school, so I'm, that's awesome. Now for our final question, and you both can answer this, please. Simply, what makes choir special to you? Um, so I think what, what makes choir special to me is it's a group of people that are all actively engaged in creating something greater than themselves. You know, we can all sing a solo, and, and, and it, could be, it could be pretty good. But whenever you have 20, 30, 40 people all actively engaged and working to make something that then turns into this this gorgeous sound or this really fun upbeat song and um and they've done that by their shared passion it's it's just really really cool to me it's it's a sight to behold really i think there's something so unique about being able to like not only sing but be able to share your passion with others you know Choir, choir is very much a place where, honestly, everyone loves to sing. You're not going to be in it if you don't love it. And I think through being with people you love, it, it really makes such an amazing environment, especially when you're honestly able to see yourself grow when it comes to how you sing through, you know, hard work you put in and see not only yourself, but other people grow with you. It's very fun. Well, Ash, it's time to wrap up this episode. We want to thank you, Madison and Mr. Carnley, for coming out to speak about your passion for choir. And again, we would like to thank everyone who continues to listen and support the Finer Point podcast. We will have another episode in a couple of weeks, so please be on the lookout. We want to thank, again, Chris Stutes for continuing to be our producer and director and Caleb Schendel for doing our technical work. 
Thank you so much for listening to The Finer Point, and we hope you all have a great week, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>